disaster. I didn't know Brian was going to know. <laughs> no, this is awesome. I'm the one that asked, so I'm How do you think how I feel? <laughs> I, gotta, I thought I was going to get to talk about me for an hour. <laughs> Not when I'm around. What the? <laughs> That's the Brian Miller promise. <laughs> uh, we, we're going to leave this in. This is uh, this is the official start. That's yeah, good. seriously. That's good. Uh, no Laugh Track Podcast. This is episode 336 <laughs> of the podcast. We're here at Acme Comedy Company. Uh, thank you, Circle of Heat, for letting us play your music there. I'm here with two guests today. I showed up thinking I would talk to one, and then this other guy uh, fought his way on. It's Brian Miller, Kostaki, Economopolis. So who listeners, fought their way Yeah, on? listeners, <laughs> guess who fought their way here and who I was planning to talk to. No? <laughs> I was just here for the free lunch. That's right. <laughs> then the Frisbee. That's good. Frisbee nerds. We you threw the throwing frisbee. the Frisbee around. It was great. That's good. Getting out and enjoying that nice weather here. I, I found the only two people worse at throwing a Frisbee than me. It's... <laughs> ah. I think Brandon has See, like nascent Brian, skills. Brian can take that dig, but Brandon rightfully can't. That's fair. He's got the hair of a man who needs to throw a Frisbee well. <laughs> That's true. Bra- uh, Brandon, who uh, produces the show now, in the back of the room, no microphone, can't really defend himself. But out of the uh, appearance-wise, out of all of us. Yeah, he looks the most Frisbee. Right. Not only is he the you know closest to like a college-age you know, right. ultimate Frisbee that's guy. True. That's true, Hippie too. hair, beard. Right. Yeah. It looks like he sells Molly out of a van at music festivals. <laughs> do, can you deny that, or do you... Uh... I mean that as a compliment, by the way. Uh, <laughs> do you have any Molly? <laughs> oh, wait, recording. Yeah, I yeah, right, right, right. That's a compliment. <laughs> what do you look like, Justin? You're the only grown-up I know who gets skinnier every time I see that's him. That's true. Are you okay? Uh, do you have AIDS? <laughs> he's, he's the boy in the striped pajamas. <laughs> Everyone else I know is getting fatter, but not Justin. <laughs> I, I'm, yeah, yeah I'm. Uh, <laughs> you see me when I was born. 300 pounds. Yeah, you're kind of Benjamin Buttoning on us here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm actually getting, getting younger as well. I'm like, uh, what's his name from Mork and Mindy? Remember when, uh, uh, what was his name? The famous old comic, and then he came on Mork and he. Uh, oh, was yeah. Uh, Jonathan. Jonathan Winters. Yes. He oh. started as an adult and then. Was supposed to get younger. Crap. That's right. Oh, I've never I forgot that, that premise. Yes. You're right. Hmm. You're t- you're too young for that. I've no. I've, I've seen. Oh, I've definitely seen yeah. Mork and Mindy. I just don't remember that episode. All right. More calling Orson. Come it was like a running Olsen. thing for like a season or two, maybe. No. Instead of you know what, it was like uh, that was there jumping the shark. I think it was instead of adding a cute kid, they, <laughs> they added the winters. They added a chubby, funny old man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And actually, my first introduction to Jonathan Winters, you know, I didn't know who that was before. Right. Did you? No, I don't think so. Unless I saw him on The Tonight Show or something. Yeah, but I, that didn't stick. I was a, I was a kid. Hissing at Johnny Carson. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that was funny. <laughs> well, guys, here we are. It is Thursday afternoon. You've been doing shows since Tuesday. So we got two down. Yep. Several more to go. How has it been going? It's good. I thought those Wednesday was definitely better than Tuesday, I thought. Yeah, Tuesday like- was nice, but they were like a... Well, this is an old reference. They were like a non-smoking show from back in the day. Oh, interesting. I ne- you know, I never did comedy. Like, I've done a couple shows where there was smoking like in casinos, but I never did it where they had non-smoking and smoking shows. What do you mean by that? Well, in the old days, there would be, as, as the transition out of smoking was happening, you would have like, uh, like Sunday would be non-smoking or like Wednesday night. They would just pick a night that was a non-smoking night at the club. Oh. And whoever self-selected that was usually not quite as laughy as... As the other, uh, as the other crowds, it's unfortunate the people who laugh the least survive the longest. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish we could flip that. They drink ratio. less; they're a little yeah. less free, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. No, I believe that. Yeah. 
Oftentimes, a heavy smoker's laugh has a better sound. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Well, then it's a coughing, oh, and you oh, think you're oh. killing him, you know? Like, <laughs> right. Is that a spit take, or is he just hawking up a lung? <laughs> He's dead. I win. <laughs> Yo, man. I mean, honestly, if you, like, I, 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 I can't deny it if I, if I made someone laugh so hard and they, like, had a stroke or they, like, actually died. Yeah. Like, I, th- I would definitely enjoy that. To it goes in the bio for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it would, like, you'd feel bad that you killed a person, and I would hope they would at least be an older person. Yeah. I would yeah. want to kill, like, a 42 year old guy with, uh, you know, some kids and. You you Years use that as your intro at every show yeah. from then on. Yeah. yeah. Also, maybe bring like a defibrillator on the road. Like just set it on the corner of the stage. <laughs> oh, that's a good oh yeah, like they use it for horror movies where they say stick. like a nurse has to check your heart yeah, rate. It's very, it's very funny. Be careful in there. Yeah, like you you walk out, don't you just set it down. People mm. are like, What the fuck? And then you address it. Like this is just in case. Yeah. There's oh. a history. Oh, I killed a guy. If I killed a guy, I would uh, <laughs> politely insist that the widow do like a little video testimonial that I could play before the show so just people knew what they were in for. <laughs> I'll bring you the black veil. It'll be like when she slaps Chief Brody in Jaws, you know, after the kid disappears. I see this as a segue to one of the darkest uh, true stories of my stand-up career. How about that? Oh, here we go. Ready for this? Uh, I used to work, I'm from Atlanta, so my early stand-up days were driving around the South, and I used to do these comedy zones, and a lot of them were in, like, whatever, Ramada in bars for the weekend. Uh, And I think this was Knoxville, Tennessee. The, The stage at the Holiday Inn bar, whatever the the comedy zone was in it was flush to the it was even with the crowd on one side like you would walk on from the side that was flush with the crowd and then it was a drop off to the other three sides so it was this nice little stage this cute little uh, comedy setup uh i'm the mc i'm very green i'm not very funny yet i'm still trying to figure it out i'm on stage uh a very severely handicapped woman to my left in a wheelchair, like crumpled and trying to speak, was started yelling at me during the show. And one of the managers came over and kind of quieted her down. And I'm just like, I don't know what to do. I just swallow hard and do some more jokes. Yeah. Uh uh, I'm in the middle of another joke, and there's like this huge like response from the audience that was way out of proportion. <laughs> and I turn, and she was on the side of the stage that was the same level, and she has wheeled herself onto the stage with me. Uh huh. <laughs> and she's like, it's Whoa. like really impossible to and even, how do you even deal with. Them? I I was I did not do well. <laughs> So you pushed her down the back down the <laughs> ramp. You mother. The manager comes and grabs her and wheels her off the stage. I get, I just swallow hard and do three more jokes and hand it off to the middle act. I come off stage after the show. Uh, she stays after and comes and finds me. She's dying. And she thinks I'm very funny. And like I'm sitting there, just the two of us, and I'm just giving her the space. And she's a bright woman. She's just trapped in this uh, crumpled body. Oh, right. Man. But she's dying. She thought I was very funny. And she wants me to perform at her funeral. <gasps> and she said. <laughs> Sounds like you just performed at one. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty close. Welcome to, welcome to my career. <laughs> and she says, I'm going to pay you a lot because I know it's going to be a tough room. 
was like, wow, that's a pretty. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. She's, she, she knows more about the business than some club owners. I know. So right? <laughs> she, I gave her my information and I said, I'm very flattered by this. This is the strangest request I've ever heard of and uh, never heard from her. So hopefully she's still. Maybe she made a turnaround. Yeah. Maybe she's still torturing comics in Knoxville somewhere. <laughs> you think if she was making those noises, she was just trying to pronounce your name? <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. Nice. <laughs> She's trying to say Maltasham. <laughs> Shout out to the MC. This is the. I think this is the only time I've ever been on a show where there's a harder name than mine. That's harder yeah. than mine, right? Maltasham Yakub. Yeah, it's harder. Uh, it's harder on the American ear, I think. Yeah. American tongue. I had a harder time pronouncing your name. Really? At the beginning. Remember? Remember we did five shows and I didn't get it right until the fifth show. In in Wyoming, I don't remember how long that was. Wire, that? My friend, like when you first, when we so we first met because Kostaki needed an opener, um, and uh, I think Sandell had done it the year before and he couldn't do it again because we'd never met in any capacity, and so he was like, "Hey, you want to come to these shows with me?" So he flew into Minot, North Dakota. I drove by myself to Minot, North Dakota. That was a tough show too. I drove all day, and then I did the show. Like I got there into the show like thirty yeah, minutes that's a later. Long drive. I was shot. Right. And like I was like, and so then after that, we get in my car and we zigzag across the whatever territory that north, <laughs> the plains, the plains, what the north plains, whatever. We zigzag from North Dakota all the way to. Uh, we wound up in Sheridan, Wyoming. I think that was Sheridan, right? Or, uh, what's the other one? There's we, another. We did one. a Wyoming. Yeah, there's a Wyoming. What's the other city? We did Rapid City, South Dakota. Uh, I forget. Yeah, it wasn't Sheridan. It was the one with the, the beacon, the bar. That cow- Remember that amazing cowboy bar that we went to on the last night? Yes. And uh, they yes. played rap music during the... Like, it was like a country band, live country band, and then they would play hip-hop during the set breaks, and all the real cowboys, like, actual cowboys, would keep dancing to the hip-hop right. in between that, and then they'd That's go and right. play old country. Casper. Casper. Casper, Casper Wyoming. Wyoming. That was a great gig. That was a fun show. That was a great gig. It was upstairs in a... It was like a cool microbrewery that had an upstairs above the bar that was the showroom. Yeah, it was like 250 seats It was the perfect like setup for stand-up, it actually. It was great. Yeah. And then that was a brief your brief window of singlehood, and there was a fetching lady who was into you that night. That's right. There was. Yeah. I, chased I think that's a, why we went to the beacon. I chased a girl around, and, yeah, it, and didn't, I, it didn't pan out. No. But I did end up having... Um, like text sex with her like a couple months later. Oh, really? How about that? Oh, good for you. That's random. She was really nice. I liked her. Yeah, she was cute. And then remember we got back from the <laughs> we got back at like four in the morning. It's just its face. And there was a like, uh, what's the point of that? We, we, <laughs> Fair question. Well, hey, when you've been married, you understand what the point of that is. <laughs> uh, oh, you've been married. You know, Tom. Oh, yeah. You're married now. But you, uh, we pulled up to the the thing. It was like four in the morning. And do you remember there was just that rodeo cowboy who was just like throwing his guts up out on the street, and he has like a white hat like pulled down over his eyes, and he was just just puking up Blake. No, I don't. Oh, yeah, what? I just remember that because I because I had because you were flying the next day. I had to drive. I drove fourteen hours the next day from Casper, Wyoming, to um, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and I did a guest spot at a club. Wow, that night, trying to get a spot, and then drove the next four hours home. Wow, the next day. Those were fun gigs, man. They were fun. This started by you saying it was started with uh, mispronouncing his name. Oh yeah, so I'd never met him before. So he's like, "Hey, you want to do these shows?" And so it was like, it was like, well, I hope this guy's cool because we're gonna spend a lot of time." Together. I know. <laughs> I actually interviewed a bunch of your friends to make sure you were gonna. <laughs> <laughs> to be okay to be in a car with. No, that's a yeah. Oh, that's a legit thing. I mean, we spent 
We spend all of five days together. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a long time. Yeah. You're driving from Casper to whatever. Wait, and, here and, and to save money sharing a room? No. No? No, we had rooms. We had rooms. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but the cars were, those, those were long days. Remember that one hotel we got and they put us in like the honeymoon suites? It was like where you're supposed to go and you were in like the European suite or something, but I was in the jungle suite and it was like, <laughs> oh, it, was yeah. like it was like leopard print bedspreads and zebra. Like, you are clearly supposed to have sex in this room. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm just there by myself after one of the worst shows, actually. It was like a really low attended show and just sitting in this little hotel room and there's like all they like all these like uh, uh, fake lions paintings like watching me jerk off or whatever. I was this... gonna say does it help the mood when you're <laughs> No it yourself? doesn't. <laughs> the whole room smelled like chlorine because it was around a pool oh, in the no. inside so it's like just everything reeked of chlorine. <laughs> that lion staring at me. Yeah. <laughs> did we do pier on that tour? Do you remember doing pier? I think we did. We, we, we met Brent Brandt. Pier is the place with the magical trolley. You remember this? Oh, where, Pier, what's Pier? where the bars close. Oh, wait, we didn't because I did not do the magical trolley. Uh, okay, you would remember that. Yeah, Pier, what's Pier, Pier, South Dakota is, I believe, the, capital, the capital of the yeah. state. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, it has it has a run of bars along a river. This very popular area, and it closes at whatever X time. I want to say one, mm. and for some reason. The bars on the other side of the river are open till two, and there's a, I think there's only one key bar over there. But what would happen is all these people would be kicked out of bars and then drive over, and so it created this DUI problem. Sure. So they hired they. It's a thing in the town. There's a trolley that's like comes and scoops up all the drunks when the bar closes and takes them across the river to the other bar for one more hour. <laughs> it was crazy, and that bar. Has strippers, but is primarily a bar, which mm. is never a good situation. Like it's mostly a bar, and it has strippers. Like, yeah, it's bad pr- for everybody. Kind yeah, of. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. I think You're, that was Tommy Ryman who was on with the with me on yeah. that. Yeah. Well, I went to college in uh, Duluth, Minnesota. That whole thing, the idea you're talking about, would have worked great up there because the bars close earlier, you know, in Duluth than yeah, you would you, leave you, like, you can to go, go to Superior. Over, right, or you can buy packaged At the time, you could buy packaged liquor in Superior on Sundays. Oh, yeah. But not in Duluth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did that plenty Ooh. of times. Plenty of times. I, I think maybe one time I did the uh, drive to Hudson on a Sunday. For package liquor, like I realized I needed to booze and I like willing to do the forty five minute drive to Hudson. Was it was it a Super Bowl Sunday or just a, a regular Sunday? I think it was like a football Sunday. Okay, yeah, <laughs> it was Mother's Day. Dark days, I man. Something. Dark days. <laughs> Those rules are so weird. I used, yeah. There was a stretch in my late twenties where I always had friends over uh, Christmas night for my birthday because I oh, realized that's right. you're Christmas. Yeah, I was born on Christmas Day, and I realized that by the time Christmas night rolls around, people are kind of done being with their families, and they were kind of freed to leave. So I'd have. For a while, we had some raging parties Christmas night at my house, and I always had to buy way too much beer because no one would know until it was too late. You can't buy beer on Christmas Day oh, yeah. sure. in it's that the one part of the world. Every place is closed pretty much. Yeah. Invariably, my friends would come and were like, dude, I'm sorry. I, I thought it was, yeah, I got you. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> I got up. I wanted to go to Target last Sunday morning. Good thing I looked uh, on my app. And found out they were closed on Easter. I yeah. cursed Target for about five minutes. Come on, yeah. not even till noon. Closed on Easter. Yeah, yeah. I've never even heard of that. Yeah, I was like, come on, not, you, not, not even not half be- day. If, if you're not a believer, Easter is the most nothing holiday. You're just like, who, who gives a shit? Yeah, well, but, I but mean, the but the for the Greeks, it's way bigger than Christmas. And I got to go with the Greeks on this one. Why is uh, that? 
Uh, being born, not that big a deal. Coming back from the dead, that's really oh, fair enough. That's really the issue that <laughs> warrants a holiday. <laughs> but the secular trappings of Easter suck. You know, like I'll secular it, Christmas is awesome. I'll secular give you that. Easter is garbage. Yeah, yeah. I'll, it's I'll like, go look. It's a basket with some plastic in I'll, it and nine jelly beans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. My cat, uh, by the way, ate some of that freaking fake grass. Oh yeah. On Easter. Oh wow. Aww. Yeah. And I we noticed because of the. Uh, Ooh, yeah, I was going to say it. Ooh, <laughs> the cat's going to puke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, enough Easter talk. I, I talked to my... Uh, speaking of talk- Weirdly enough, that's what my preacher closed the sermon with on this. <laughs> Never this Easter or shit. Let's get Your to the money. preacher. Yeah, yeah okay. I don't have a preacher. <laughs> Let's get to the wine. <laughs> uh, I was... Before I left today, I asked a question of a... Uh, I've had five shrinks since I had a preacher. <laughs> <laughs> Four, four shrinks. That's what you called him? Where are you, you? This is Kentucky? Shrink or a preacher? Preacher. Yeah. Not minister or priest. Preacher. I, I call him preacher. Preacher, preacher man. man. Preacher, preacher man. man. Yeah. Preacher man. So right. pastor, but I prefer preacher. All right. It's fun to call him preacher like, hey, preacher. Really? It makes you feel like you're in the Old West or something, you know? It's great. <laughs> How about, I like the word vicar. Oh. You got to be careful with that one. (laughs) (laughs) You better be around some hardcore Catholics. You're going to get crappy out of you. I'm not Catholic. In fact, like 10 years ago, I heard it. I had to ask what a a vicar was, but I I like the word. (laughs) Here we go. I'm going to play something for you guys. All right. Please have for Roman American. (laughs) Enough about it. Alexa, who is Kostaki Economopolis? Constantinos Christos Vasilis Kostaki Economopoulos is an American stand-up comedian. Oh, a shit. Florida native, he grew up in Kennesaw, Georgia with his brother Andreas. He began his comedy career in 1993 while attending graduate school at the University of Georgia. <laughs> Economopoulos covers several topics in his act, but focuses mainly on political comedy. <laughs> that's all. That's all it is. Uh, that's great. What do you think of that? That's how they, I asked Alexa that a few hours that's ago. That's astounding. Is that from the Wikipedia it page? It is from Wikipedia. So what do you need to do to your Wikipedia? I need to change the word politics. Yes. But otherwise, it's pretty good. And right? Let's get at the Pulos. She even kind of got my name right. She got it almost. She got the. She got the, all the earlier stuff right. Yeah. She dropped the. She nice. Let's the beginning. Just one of the. Nice. Andreas make it onto that. Yeah, that's impressive. Right. He's in the first one sentence of my definition. Say, yeah. Let, let's hear the, the name reading one more time. <laughs> Alexa, who is Kostaki Economopolis? Constantinos Christos Vasilis Kostaki Economopoulos is an American stand-up comedian. A huh? See, I think that's how I pronounced your name the first couple of times. <laughs> Economopoulos. Uh, that's, yeah, all right. I'll give her that. Huh? That's well done. Yeah. Nice job, Alexa. Doing a research. Yeah, but it's good. Shout out get, to the brother there. I got to get my brother out of the first one. <laughs> yeah, I say. Clearly, we know who wrote your Wikipedia entry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I think, I think we solved the answer to that mystery. His handsome brother. He also still thinks you're doing political. Uh, yeah, yeah. He hasn't seen me in a while. <laughs> no, that kid's great. He's uh, he's always been supportive and comes to the shows and brings a ton of friends. And he's great. But it didn't need to be the first sentence. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> and Krista might at least want preference on yeah, that. Right? Like, no Zoe or Ava. Yeah, right? Andreas. Pros before hosts. Sorry, I called your uh, nine-month daughter to home. Yes, my, my wife and daughters. <laughs> yeah. It was plural. It was hoes. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs>
<laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Um, that's the first time I've not regretted you being here. <laughs> I'm putting that on my bio. Taking my brother right out of there. <laughs> Sorry, Andy. Uh, <laughs> You're genuine gone. gut laugh. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Um, uh, let's see here. I'm going to go over my notes here. I want to cover everything that we have here. Hey, Kostaki, I saw... That you did one of those uh, dry bar comedy deals. I did. I did. Are you bringing this up just to torture Brian Miller? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Is that a, is that a sore subject? <laughs> I was supposed to do one this month and they ghosted no. me. No. Yeah. I had no idea. Can a Mormon ghost you? Does that? I don't know how that works. <laughs> have you? Is this a? Have you talked about this? No. No. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, maybe I'll do it next year. I don't know. I'm not like. I'm not. I'm willing to do it. You know, it's early the, yet. Yeah. These things change. Sure. Yeah. Right. There's I, a, I think I got in. I honestly think what it was was they were almost done booking them all. And they were like, yeah, that'd be good. But then they were like, ah, we filled our dates up. Yeah. They could have sent me the email saying they filled their dates up, but whatever. It was fine. You'll get on. You're the perfect thing for them. Yeah. They're, they're they, they were nice to deal with before that. Like I said, it's, I know, it's gotten yeah, very popular. They'll be lucky to have you. For sure. When did you, when was yours re- recorded? Whoa, I don't know. I did it about a year ago, I want to say. Yeah, it was hard to get ready for because that's a level of clean that's like... Yeah. You can't it, say like God It's, it's not Jesus Conan or, clean. It's yeah. not cruise ship clean. It's like, oh, well, you can't be... You, you can't reference things distantly. Did you get as far like where they gave you the No, I never rules? quite got into the... No, I never quite got to that. That was like the next step that we we're going to get to. But I had, I had talked to friends about that. I knew that was the case. And it is, yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah, I did a lot of homework to get it together. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. You'd have to like change, because certain jokes where you might be like, you don't even realize in a joke where you go like, Jesus, are you kidding me? Right. You know, and yeah. like, no, 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 no. No, you can't say that. None of that. Yep. Right. It's interesting, though, and uh, it was a great experience. And they, I have to say, they were super comic friendly. They were really nice to us in the process, and they also want your input in the editing and the, some of the other decisions that are made throughout, which is not what happens in all these kind of no. taping situations. So. And, uh, they're um, they're really smart about getting their stuff out there and marketing, and they get a lot of views on stuff. They a got a ton lot. of views. Yeah, it's it's crazy the views they get. I, I think that I think this is uh, a new version of what happened when the blue collar comedy tour happened. It was uh, a subset of the universe that no one had really spoken to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in stand up. Yeah, and so it's having like a really like kind of a electric response in the short run because it's new to them. You know, they're like, oh my god, no one's ever. Ever, now, since these are sp- comedy for us, right? Well, people think of niche, but they usually think of niche almost stranger as opposed to like. But there's a super normal niche. There's like a, like a normcore, right. super normal niche kind right. of thing, or like uh, the liberal redneck, my buddy Trey Crowder. Yeah, you know, that, I mean, his career blew up because he was, you know, he had the, he realized he's like, there's a lot of lefty people who are rednecks. Right, like it's not you, you can be both, and it turns out no one in the world was talking to them. And when Trey did, all these people were like, finally, right, you know, and now he's just crushing it in the south. Right, who is that? Trey Crowder, the liberal redneck. Okay, he sold out a theater here um, last year. His last St. Patrick's Day. Him and the, his guys, Drew Morgan and uh, uh, Corey, Corey uh, Forrester. Okay. Wow. Yeah, they do. But it is like, it is the format of like a blue collar comedy tour and they are legit Southern guys. But I mean, it is very hardcore left. I mean, it's very political comedy. Interesting. Um, and and they say the liberal redneck. It's in the title. You okay. Know? Yeah, that that's up. yeah, that's interesting. I yeah. can't believe they have pulled that off. It's, yeah, kudos to them. Yeah. That's great. And they're funny. That helps. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and they're real rednecks. I got a guy. I in a way, I was almost wondered like, oh, we're gonna go back and they're gonna like pull out monocles and start smoking cigars or something. <laughs> right. And I was like, nope, these boys are for real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Reminded me of being back home. <laughs> Kostaki, as a uh, as a parent of a, uh, how old is your oldest? 
Jeez. I have a ten-year-old, ten-year-old, and a, and a nine-month-old. Yeah. Uh, the ten-year-old. Have you watched comedy with her at all? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit here and there. And she's helped me do a couple things that were when I when I did the album uh, was was promoting the album live at Acme. You can get it wherever you get your albums. Uh, she, there was there was a couple of short pieces in there where I'm talking to her. You know that were in the album, yeah. And you know, then we cut those down, and we did uh, a puppet version of it for YouTube as a th- way to just kind of have another way to go. Hey, the album's out, love it. And uh, she played her part and mouthed the thing with I the puppet. I don't think I saw that. Me I neither. Go back and watch that. It's pretty cool. There's two or three like minute long puppet versions oh, of my you know pieces. The on. filthiest really ones, fun. right? The filthiest jokes. Yeah, the dirtiest yeah. possible ones. <laughs> so. Yeah, she's she's a pretty savvy kid, you know. We watch some stuff that's, you know, somewhat grown up. She's she's a little wise beyond her years kind of kind of kid. And so it's easy to kind of joke with her about stuff and talk about the process. She's she's curious about it. It's cool. How much of your stuff has she seen? Not too much. She came to see me. I did some weird show uh, in New York that was a super clean thing that was a special kind of one-off. And she came to that, and she was kind of, like, blown away and excited because I just went up in the middle of the bunch of other weird stuff, and I killed for 10 minutes, you know? Nice. And she was, you know, it was fun to see her enjoy that. Yeah, well, because especially because, like, especially if you're backstage with comics, like, right up until the point where you're on stage, it's just like you're hanging out at a bar. Right. And then all of a sudden, there's 300 people. And they're all hooked yeah, to you. And then there's this, this weird magical thing that happens. Yeah, and right. you're done and you're just like, oh, yeah, what were you talking about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're right back to the conversation. Right, right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I think I just have one more question about this um, dry bar comedy deal. Like, it's an odd, like, there's, so now there's an hour long special of yours. Do you claim that as yours? Do you know what yeah, I'm asking? Yeah, it's not an hour. It's it's between 40 30 minutes. and 40 minutes. Yeah. In, in my case, I think it's right at 40, just short of 40. Um, yeah, I, I basically, I talked to a couple of buddies who had done it before, and, and they tackled it the same way I was thinking of doing it, which is do all of your best clean jokes, and then dredge up your best clean jokes that you used to do and get them polished and ready to go and put it all together. Okay. And so there's several bits on there that I would never do anymore. Okay. But they're still they still hold up. You know, I occasionally do them on a cruise ship or something where you need another few minutes of clean okay. and, and family for that crowd. friendly. They're for a family friendly right, crowd, so exactly. it's like it's not like you're burning it yeah. for something. There's nothing or... on there that I'm embarrassed that I did. I didn't. I didn't go that far in trying to be someone else. I just cleaned up what I would do dramatically you know there are big chunks i never touched most of my new hour is about fertility and my wife and you know uh, the a lot of stuff like that i didn't touch any of those subjects in the in that special at all yeah because you can't talk about like, you can't like acknowledge that sex happens <laughs> like if you watch those bribar specials you could think the stork is for real it's <laughs> <laughs> they're you Wait know a minute, what? hey, Kostaki was born I, on no, Christmas I totally Day. I mean, you're just bitter because you didn't get one. Well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I probably shouldn't have called them motherfuckers, but no, that's good. No, I, no it makes sense, though, because, like, the whole... It, it doesn't make sense for them to do... They'll never I, hear this, by the way. No, it doesn't make sense for them to do 90% clean comedy, because then people are watching it with their kids and their grandparents, and then, like, one maybe uncomfortable joke comes up. Right. The whole point was this is supposed to be comedy that's not going to make... Right. Like, everybody can watch together. Right. So you got to go full clean. I, yeah, actually, yeah. I think it's a really smart approach that they 
actually take. Yeah, I think so too. Actually, because you start bending the rules a little bit, and pretty soon people are in, people are doing implied anal jokes or something. Right, you're like, right. Ah, yeah. yeah, I want to hear that. Right, <laughs> I'll show you later. <laughs> that was an implied anal joke. I just implied <laughs> that we. Were, I just did it. It was very meta of me. <laughs> but seriously, we can. Have I sex did later. catch that one. Good job. <laughs> Good job. Did you? So had you put that much thought into what you were gonna do? Like the I was starting to. Yeah, and I was gonna do the same thing. Was I was like, yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm definitely gonna have to go back into the vault. The best of the clean. And, yeah, and pull out some some older stuff that, like I said, the stuff that I usually just do at corporates or whatever. That like I have to remind myself of the jokes because I don't do them in clubs because I'm just you know, right? They're, they're in the they're in the past. But that being said, I I mean I did I did a chunk of the I did a clean version of the uh, custody battle thing. That's not a super family friendly subject, That's true. and they were cool with it. And in fact, they even picked that as one of the, yeah, clips, so one of the clips that they that they pushed out. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, there were some things that were adult. Subjects that they were cool with, as long as they were handled in a super clean way. Yeah, like Bozeman has one, and I don't think of Bozeman as having any clean, clean jokes, but <laughs> but clearly he does. Yeah, he's not super dirty, but I just you don't think of Bozeman and clean. I don't. Right. And I was like, oh, he did forty. Where's he from? I haven't uh, seen him. Chicago. Do you know really? Kevin? I I think of him as a guy like who wanders wanders around. You know, like Montana, telling jokes for some reason. Well, he's a road dog, man. He's a powerhouse. Yeah, he's right. funny. Yeah. Okay. Hasn't been around for a few years. I miss him. He, uh, oh, he was in town for something else. It wasn't to work here because he yeah. was at Crash and Burn like three years ago. Yeah, it's he did a such while. a good job at Crash and Burn that he like got bored during the week because he'd already perfected twenty good new minutes. So then, just for fun, he did another twenty over the weekend. What? It was mean. Wow, that it kind of made mean. it was the only thing he's ever done that made me not like him. <laughs> I was like, don't do that. You're, wow. you're making me feel. Was inadequate. it the week you were with him? No, it was just a, I was just watching because I remember I was like, Kevin, you didn't do any of that other stuff. Wow. I think Ben Washburn did the same thing. Wow. Those guys are nuts. Those guys are nuts. <laughs> it's too, they're too good. It's not fair. Good for them. Uh, I guess I, I lied. I have one more thing about this. When you go on their uh, website for the for the dry bar deal, yeah. it has the uh, filters that you can do. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, human functions slash medical. Bod- bodily functions. And then it says, the comedian tells a joke about feces. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, you want to filter that out. Yeah, we don't want that. You also grandma. apparently use the word God three times, but they don't even write that out. They put G star D. Is it me? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, that's interesting. Oh, they have like like specs on the. There's every. They point out every questionable bit wow. of material. That's they, interesting. And they they're. Other stuff that's not comedy content too. You can go through. They have like some some crazy number. I don't even know what it is, but it's like seventeen. It's some giant number of different categories that they filter for. Yeah, and you can kind of like toggle on or off all these different things. You huh. apparently said hell twice. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, maybe it says H star LL. So maybe it was Hill or I Hall. Have, I might have said Hall. Yeah, yeah. you can't say Hall. Be careful there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's enough of that. Um, it's enough of Easter. It's funny that the more we talk about being clean, I was like, literally, was just like, I wanted to just say the c word for no reason. I, to, I literally just wanted to say it really loud. I was like, oh, my mom will probably hear this. I'm not going to do that. Uh, by the c word, did you mean uh, kastaki? No, kaktaki, which was one of the autocorrects I saw for your oh, name this week. Kaktaki, kaktaki. Yeah. yeah, that'll happen. Yeah. Uh-huh. I've got them all, man. They're yeah. fun. Yeah, kaktaki. Between you and Keith Alberstadt, does anybody ever pronounce you guys' name correctly? No, never. By the way, say the name of uh, the MC that's working this week. Say Yacoub. it one more time. Motasham Yakub. Yeah, that's that rolls right off the top. Yeah. yeah, that one scrambled my brain more than most. Yeah, for sure. Um. Brian, it's good that you're here because I have a movie thing I want to bring up. Oh, all right. The Avengers Endgame. 
How excited are you to go see it? Well, I'm asking both of you. How excited <laughs> have you already? Kostaki laughed at me when I told him it's, it's ten and zero. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's ten and zero. <laughs> ten and zero. Because when, when I booked this week, I was like, "There's only one downside to this week. I can't go see it on Thursday night. We got to do the show." And <laughs> then you I could. Pre- well, I, I thought about it, but I'm doing Justice and Drew in the morning, the radio show oh, on Friday, at seven a.m. You don't I was like, okay. "Is there a midnight showing?" Yeah, yeah. there's like an eleven thirty, oh, yeah. but it's a three-hour movie, so oh, I'd be getting home wow. at like three in the morning, yeah. and then I have to be on the radio four hours. Nah, that would be. Bad. I mean, if you were a real fan, maybe <laughs> we got to bump you down to nine. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe we do actually. We probably do. I'm going tomorrow at uh, one forty-five. You are. Yeah. Okay. So I'll do radio. Go home. Take a nap. Go to the mall, eat some Chinese food, get a coffee, and uh, settle in for three hours of right, right on. cartoons. For Zero interest, Kostaki. I didn't even really know it, it was happening. Yeah. See, this, you're, <laughs> Kostaki is not really into geek stuff, really. I mean, I've, like, I you play chess and whatever. I have a different category of geek. I'm chess geek. and poker and fantasy football. I'm that kind of geek. It's like masculine geek stuff more than like, like right. dweeb geek stuff. You count chess that yeah. way, I guess. Well, so. I mean, okay. I'm <laughs> spotting you the chess. I'm, right. I'm spotting you the chess one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, because I, I, well, this is a big week for. I think it's maybe the best pop culture week of my life uh so sunday or so last friday we had uh, two new joe bob briggs movies joe bob briggs the great horror movie host who's a, a genius so two new joe bobs there's a game of thrones and there's avengers and then there's new two new joe bob movies tomorrow night and then game of thrones and the nfl draft and the nfl draft and a That's, week with kostaki well of course i'm talking about external internal All right, okay. you know right. it's tied for the other five weeks we worked together kostaki how many radio shows were you on yesterday <laughs> oh my god I did 23 plus the podcast. That was crazy. That might be a new record What's for one day. What's the longest of those segments, of all the 23? Were you on for like 10 minutes on some of them? Um, I'm on for 10 minutes on almost all of them. That's a long segment. Yeah, it's it's usually between 5 and 10, and it ends, tends towards 10. Uh-huh. And then I have one call that's a 20-minute call every time. They they always want me on long. And that's great. So that's, that's part of the reason time. that we overwrite, yeah. you know, so that I've got stuff to choose from, and then I'll on the long one, I've got a big menu. So yeah. you do my jokes in the long one, basically. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we got to dig into Miller's stuff. If Miller doesn't get enough credit for this. He's my co-writer on the Quick Snap stuff, and he's fantastic. I've, I've worked with a lot of different guys over the years, and he's far and away the best. Uh, so, you five know. years we've done this now? Yeah, it's been a while. I think it's five. Yeah. I tried to do as much research as possible to hosting this podcast, yes. which means I tried to listen to the most, well, not tried. I wanted to listen to the most recent episode of Quick Snaps. Oh. Yesterday morning, that most recent one was from like two and a half months ago. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. It was actually the one we did probably, right? It was is. It, was it what? Yeah. yeah. It is the one you were on. Yeah. It's yeah. the March trade flurry one. And then yeah. I got back on the internet last night, and it's then there's a brand new one. Brand new yeah, one I was like, now, where was yeah. that this morning? Yeah, but I had right. all the time in the world to listen to this. <laughs> but you did a really good job of, uh, you guys talked about that on that episode. Yeah. Brian's I, joke writing. You guys kind of went like behind the scenes quite a bit. I enjoyed that. I know you were like self-analyzing. I was wondering. Is this too inside baseball yeah. for me? Loved it. Okay, good. Because I had a friend of mine. He goes, man, I listened to the... And he started... And then he goes, yeah, so way too much of that. <laughs> it's like, oh, fuck. You fished me in. I thought it was... I thought, hmm. You know, so it's a balance. Right. Mm. It's off-season. I mean, you know, all, during the season, it's all what's going on that week in football. But... I agree. And as a writer, I didn't want to not give you full credit for being a I big agree. part of the machine, you know? Sometimes people ask me, like, does, does he get mad if you tell people you're right? I'm like, No. <laughs> no. You know who loves to torture me about? There's only one person in the whole world. It's Tom Tom's, Bernard. The day, Tom, yeah. Tom Bernard did a dig this morning. <laughs> he, he, he does digs in my on my favor at you when right. I see him in the hallway. Right. I'll literally be like, still keeping Kostaki funny? <laughs> Thanks, Tom. <laughs> he does love to do that. <laughs> 
That's great. No yeah, one else even he do, knows I've heard him do cares. that a couple of times. Like, like you have a really good one. He'll go, Ed Brian Miller, right? Yeah, Brian Miller. Brian Which I Miller, like right? Because I'm like, I'll take some free. I'll take some free press on Tom Bernard's show. Sure, why not? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what? Uh, so I haven't heard the most recent one. How? What? What did you do on the most recent episode? It's uh, through trial and error. Uh, I've learned that. Uh, Doing one the week right before the draft is more compelling than after the draft. There's a lot of buzz like this week going into the draft. There's this weird sort of NFL excitement that sort of percolates the culture. It's totally manufactured, I think, right. actually. It's and almost it, fake, but it's there. And it almost instantaneously disappears once the draft is over. It is the Charlie Brown and Lucy in the football. Where <laughs> every fan is like, oh, this is going to be great. And then after the first night of the draft, you're like, oh, that was kind of boring. Why hey, right. we, uh, we just had the final four here i worked yeah. over there at the stadium for that event as soon as that thing's over did yeah. you hear a peep about the basketball i mean that week it was the biggest thing in town absolutely after even even going into monday the championship it's a little bit of talk and then i forgot go- that was gone. here yeah, yeah. Nobody talks about what it. What was that like doing that event? Was it cool? It was pretty cool. It was uh, the I was selling beers. It was the first one they allowed alcohol sales to the general oh, public. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh. So it was. A, it was. I had a good time. Wow. I had a good time. Think, I mean, Way I, more. Uh, lots of Virginia fans, uh, Michigan State fans, uh, left very unhappy. Yeah. <laughs> right. Saturday. Yeah. yeah. But the seating. Some of the seating for that was preposterous. Oh. Some yeah. of the seats that were so far from the court that, like, you, like, maybe they're playing volleyball down there. You can't really be sure. Yeah. I mean, you are only there for to say that you were there. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't believe how bad some of the seats were. Oh, God. Even in the first couple rows of the upper deck, let alone way the hell up yeah. there. I mean, they're bad for, let's be honest, they're bad for football. You know? Yeah, right. Much less. Really? Well, it's it's that big? Oh, yeah. That's, I, I've said that since it opened it i did i don't like how big it is it's too big mm-hmm. too enormous how many does it seat ish it's just so freaking tall and big. It's yeah just, it's like kind of the it, way it's laid out everything's kind of far away i think you feel very distant it's like yeah you ever huh. been to the fenway in boston yeah you know fenway you feel like you might get asked to join the game at yeah, any point in time right. you're like hanging it's over the first baseline cozy, yeah. it's like the right. exact opposite, opposite of fenway of yeah. oh wow so far from everything i was talking to someone just last night uh who also worked who also worked that weekend she has a different job she was bartending and uh i said where where were you working and she goes well, i was in the blah 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 club and i said to her i said uh i've been in there for some training sessions if we want, went to the stadium right now and said meet you there i have no idea how to get there because of that stadium is so confusing. Right. Yeah. yeah. So right. there's my best example of wow. how big it is. And now, where did you sell beer? Were you in a stand? They didn't. They did not. Yes. They did not have us do our normal, you know, cold beer here up and yeah. down the stairs. Uh, Instead, they had us, uh, we had the option to, at a, at a stand in the hallway, like a, our own little... Basically like an ice trough, and you're like, here we yeah, go. Just... Yeah, I was the beer girl. I had yeah. a bikini on. And, <laughs> are you uh, getting a cut of it, or are you paid... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's why you're so skinny. You had to get in beer shape. <laughs> Show them pitos. Tell you something. They, uh, I almost didn't work, because the same thing they did... Here's a little inside... I'm going to ignore that. <laughs> we had two guys who feel chubby, and we're busting your balls, because, <laughs> because you look like you're in good shape. we got to make ourselves feel better. That's how, that's how comics take care of things. I will drag you life. down until you yeah. feel as bad yeah, as yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Right. Which technically makes me feel less bad. <laughs> I'll have to tell Mo he's fat tonight. He's going to wreck his life. <laughs> it's my daughter's uh, 11th birthday today. We're having a birthday party tonight. And oh. Because oh, of nice. you guys now, I will have two desserts. So I hope you're happy. 
That's good. I'm going to yeah. take hers. Happy yeah. to hear that. <laughs> yeah, too. I hope you're happy. <laughs> uh, no, I'll do a little uh, quick inside uh, baseball on that. I almost didn't work the Final Four, just like I skipped working the Super Bowl because the uh, company decided to cut our commission in half. Whoa. Yeah. The normal commission we make for every other event we work there, they're offering us half of that. That's crazy. Yeah. So you oh, can sell because... this crazy amount of beer, but your paycheck is going to be half of what it would normally be. Because they know. Because they can. Mm-hmm. Because it's a buzzworthy thing, and they know you want to be there. Yeah, so like oh, capitalism wow, doesn't work. Wow, that mm-hmm. is really yeah. Uh huh. Wow. Yeah, there's a little inside. We know who's voting Bernie 2020 now. <laughs> <laughs> did uh, Did you ever guys ever get uh, give any attention to that alliance? American Alliance football, that AAF. Can you believe they folded in the middle of the season? Yeah. What How about, bonkers is that shit? What about the fantasy players who are, you know, they're committed to a whole story I, arc? I went to yeah. a game. Really? In Orlando. How was it? Fun. They geared it. It's, I got the feeling it was week three. And I think I got the feeling that they were really, that they must have been giving tickets away to families or hugely discounted because there were so many kids there. Mm. You know, like I work Vikings oh, games. Right. We were just talking that was about kind of their There are very few kids at Vikings right. games. Well, it's so expensive. Yeah. yeah. And it's honestly, pricey, the, yeah. the atmosphere at the stadium during Vikings games I would never is bring my so children. unfriendly. Completely. It's like, it's, it's, I don't yeah. like it. It's no. too mean. Really? Yeah, I know. I don't like it. I don't go to games live. People like are it's assholes. serious, aggressive football kind yeah, of energy? Yeah, yeah. Some friends of mine used to go uh, every year to a game, and they would all take ecstasy at the games, and that was that's a pretty good way to do it. But then you're just like five people who are in a really good mood around uh, you know, 79,995 people who are all just full of hate. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> people are really mean. It's Yeah, it's like you go to a Twins game, and it's, people are like, oh, hey, let me help you with it. Hold my whole popcorn for you. Oh, you know, sure. Twins games, people are friendly as hell. Vikings games, mean. The Vikings... Uh, home when they play the Packers oh, yeah. in Minneapolis this year. Do you know when the game is? It's a Sunday night. It's Sunday or Monday night. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I don't remember. It's a right. primetime game. It's a pri- it's an evening oh, game. I'm already not looking forward to that. Yeah. Because <laughs> that means people drink all day. All day. Oh, They're yeah. hammered before they get in there. Right. And then they want more. Yeah, see, but it's funny. You know, I've those, experienced that before. It's not fun. Those, uh, <laughs> th- remember that guy, that Jacob Wool, that Republican jerk who was trying to claim that like Minnesota was like being secretly invaded by Muslims and it was turning into a Sharia law? This is a big thing like two months ago. What? Like, people believe that Minnesota, like, the neighborhood that we're in was taken over by fanatic Muslims, and you have to, like, cover your head when you leave the street. And I was like, that is absolutely not true. But once a year, we are invaded by a group of unruly foreigners, and it's every <laughs> damn Packers home game. Uh, <laughs> and it is the worst. That's what we should be talking about, because it is the city. It's, it's just drivable. It's just like, it's yeah. like, um, it's like uh, that movie Us. It's like our tethered. It's like a wilder, drunker, dumber version of us, and they, they, they try to come kill us. <laughs> Never want to see that much green downtown Minneapolis. Ugh. God, no. no. I went to one NFL game this year, and it was Chiefs-Rams. It was the game that was supposed to be in Mexico City. Oh, yeah. And they moved at the last minute back to L.A., and so there were tickets available. That was, like, the greatest football game of all time. It was the only game that both point totals totals started with a five or more. It was crazy. Was it a Monday night? Yep, it was a Monday night game. I watched that one. It was unbelievable. I have heard many serious football people say that might be the greatest regular season football game in the history. I think, I mean, I can't imagine what more you would Want. It was really fun to that watch. That was the, you know, oh, football or defense is dead game. Yeah, yep. right? 
there was the Super Bowl preview. It was all these buzzworthy mm-hmm. players from fantasy implications, the big high-scoring offenses. And I was supposed to meet uh, a friend who talked me into going, and his friend, and we were, I was the one who brought all the wine and everything. And then they got caught up in a thing and couldn't meet us. Oh. So it was me and Krista and me chugging wine as fast as I could as we were going into this thing. And my wife goes, you're getting pink drunk, which is like our standard of like me. <laughs> That's really funny. Li- completely losing my mind. And I go, don't worry, I'm front loading. And I'm like <laughs> chugging wine, the line to the I'm thing. They're about to kick off. And I literally, I had a bottle of wine and a bottle of water and we're in line to go into the thing. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I just poured, I filled up the water bottle with wine and put it in my underwear and snuck it into the <laughs> game. Wow. Yes! You and, Greek jesus them. And I was literally just <laughs> chugging more wine in the, I was completely hammered out of my mind. Well done. So my wife has never been more full of irritation and loathing for me than when we went to some sporting event like that and I reached in my pocket or I reached in down the front of my pants and pulled out two airplane bottles of whiskey. <laughs> she was like, how long have you had those two whiskey bottles in your underwear? And I was like, since the train. <laughs> and then she's like, aren't they warm? And I was like, why do you think I got a cup of ice water? <laughs> I love it. I haven't done anything share? like that in forever. I mean, that's No, no, like, it was a, yeah, it was a walk on the wild side for me too. That felt like such a throwback. In the old days, you go, that's what we used to do at the University of Georgia games. Oh, yeah. The the men's rooms would reek of Jim Beam because people would put them in their Ziploc bags and then they order a Coke at the thing and then they go in the bathroom, make a drink, mm-hmm. come back out. Oh yeah, we did that at hockey games in Duluth. Absolutely. Really? I oh, may yeah. or may not have done that at the opera time or two. At the oh, opera? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, my opera drink of choice is I like to get an Irish, It's the, I like to get an, a coffee with Irish cream and then I like to put a shot of whiskey in there. A shot of bourbon into an Irish coffee is the best thing in the world because it cuts Ooh. the sweetness a little bit but Ooh. you know you're still drinking it slow it's the best drink ever but that's like a 15 20 dollar drink at the opera or <laughs> or <laughs> you get the or six dollar irish coffee or half beverage. and a little uh airplane <laughs> maybe that's your liberal redneck you could be the drunken opera goer <laughs> you find your own niche the niche. smallest niche of all time <laughs> uh-huh one lewis lee would think it was the funny that's the only person that's funny. the first person i thought of when you said <laughs> opera by the way he's my only he's my opera buddy nobody else wants to uh not, not a lot of uh, opera goers sneaking in booze in their underwear. You might- I don't know. Maybe I, I, I'm not knocking on the other stalls. I should ask. How else would you know unless you build this character? Well, I'm very smooth, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, one way to, I'll just bring a flask next time and start passing it around the men's room and see what happens. <laughs> we'll see if we can get, get some people fucked up before La Traviata on Saturday. <laughs> No one has ever even said that sentence before. <laughs> I think Verdi has. <laughs> We've got to get people fucked up before Traviata. You may be completely making all that up. I would have no No, idea. no, no. They're playing La Traviata. It premieres on uh, May 4th. I got uh, opening night tickets. I just talked to one of the uh, cellists outside. You're not going to Garth Brooks that night? Is that the same night as Garth Brooks? It is. I've seen Garth Brooks live, but I've never seen La Traviata live. That's where I'll be. I'll be working Garth I might Brooks be one of the few people who's seen both live. Wow. Yeah, that might be true. I bet yeah. some more people are drunk, getting drunk for the Garth show. I would have to get drunk for the Garth S- show at this point. Sneaking into the... New Garth songs are hard to really listen to. Him. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, he, they're real bad. Does he play the new stuff? Yeah, if it... Yes. Huh. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. I wanted to. I want to say one more thing about the Alliance uh, it, football stuff. Their their championship game was supposed to be this weekend. Oh! Oh! Wow! Mm-hmm. That was a short I season. Looked it up. It's just insane that they canceled. I mean, a sporting league fold, but. 
between regular season during weeks. the game. Yeah, I read an article. It was it was a funding thing. It was the way that they they made a deal to be funded, and then something changed, and they literally couldn't get the money from here to there in time to cover the like there was a it was like payroll and stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. basic yeah. stuff. Yeah, the, the big cheese that came in to really boost the funding. At the, he changed his mind and pulled out, and it was like this decision that everyone else hated. Apparently, yeah. Well, because I, I heard he was sort of calling the bluff of the NFL because he was saying that they weren't kicking in their fair share because I think the NFL had sort of suggested that they were going to help with more promotion and stuff and then kind of didn't. Well, they definitely had AAF high um, headlines on yeah. NFL.com no, and they, I was kind of shocked by that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, because um, it was, uh, I, I think they thought there was going to be more of a partnership because the NFL said they wanted a developmental league. Yeah, but they have it. It's called college football. Yeah. What do they want? I mean, it's they're, they're handed the perfect situation. Yeah. Um, I got to tell you, I did. I realized as soon as the AF thing started, like, I don't want this personally. Just like, I'm kind of glad when football's over. You'd like to have an offseason. I like the offseason. Yeah. And then I, and then my excitement builds. And then when it comes back around, I'm ready for it. Right. Because, you know, we work, I watch all this game Sunday and we write the things. So when football season's over, I like have an extra day of my week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I go from like a six-day week to a seven-day oh, week. Oh, it's so much easier to Is not have Is this you talking season. or your wife? Yeah. <laughs> no, really. I mean, but like for the for the first two months, you're just like, woohoo, football's back. And then by the end, you're like, yeah, I'd like to go do, I'd like to do some gardening on a Sunday. Maybe go to a movie. You <laughs> <No>. know? <laughs> I, even the... Um, they, like they so they fold you know mid season or it's two thirds of the way through, but like they had a whole uh, the marketing or the like they had they start they brought starter jackets back for one thing mm-hmm. because that they bring stopper yeah. jackets back, <laughs> but they had a whole like, AAF stands for aborted as fuck, <laughs> <laughs> but like they had a, like the you know they had a AAF dot com I recognize it I'm running bits now, <laughs> like they had a whole merch website like yeah. all that is just you know like gone now it's they had, crazy they, had, they had a, the, the championship game that was supposed to be this weekend was going to be on CBS on yeah. national oh, television. The, the first week, I was like, I remember turning the TV yeah. on, and I was like, oh man, they're really running this on like ABC in the middle of the day. Yeah, like, right. People were tweeting about it when when we went to the game. There was a, like I said, it was week three. There was a guy. And this it popped in my head right away. Like, man, if, first of all, how did this guy become such a super fan already? And what's going to happen if this thing is a, isn't a <laughs> success? Because there was the guy, the local, who was dressed head to toe in what his version of the mascot would look oh, right. like. Yeah. yeah, he's trying to get on the ground floor so he gets to be the guy they show. Yeah, if it gets televised, he like he'll be become the, fireman, the fireman Ed. Ju- yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. In in arena or in stadium, he was already like yeah. he didn't. There's no way he he bought a ticket just like I did. But he was sort of their unofficial mascot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, you know what would be a fun Twitter account would be um, AAF Team Logo Tattoos. <laughs> you know at least a few people got AAF Team Logo Tattoos. <laughs> How about Orlando Apollo's Playoff Bound? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, oh, you, the best would be somebody who, who forgot the, the, the AF Super Bowl tattoo uh-huh. predictively. <laughs> the one other thing that uh, that they were, they were promoting the hell out of during the game we went to was the uh, Steve Spurrier was the head coach mm-hmm. of the Orlando team. Yeah. You could sign up for the Steve Spurrier cruise ship. Oh. That was going to take. There was going to be a Steve Spurrier cruise uh, after the season ended. Wow. And now I have no idea 
That might be the best thing about this. The the league collapsing is Steve Spurrier's like dream season went down the toilet. <laughs> yeah. They were kicking ass. Yeah, they were, right? He claimed championship when the league closed. He yeah, goes, I, well, I, guess we, I guess we won. Yep. We, yeah. We're, we're, That's what you do like when you're a kid and your mom ends the <laughs> yeah, game. Like, right. We had two more points. We're the champions. Yeah, we win. <laughs> it's dark out. And it's like, I, think the, I think the AAF literally closed down by saying, next point wins. <laughs> next point <laughs> wins. We all got to go in. Sudden death for the league. <laughs> yeah. It, so, yeah. So will the XFL succeed? No. Yeah, I think no. The, X, the XFL. But they have a better a, shot. No, I don't think so. I think the XFL is a truly terrible. Here's what the XFL has against it. It already failed once, and now we have the AAF that failed, and that's going to be in people's minds. These things aren't the going to last. Is, Why right. give it a chance? It's not going right. to last. The XFL is... It, it, it's a mistake in a bunch of different ways. But one thing, it's predicated upon bringing back the violence that the NFL literally has to take out if the game is going to survive. And they're doing things where they're like, "Well, there's gonna we're going to start the game, but all the, they have to play hockey to find out who gets the first yeah, thing." Yeah, they then, do uh, some weird stuff. It's yeah. really stupid. Only one team gets pads. It's really stupid. <laughs> it, it feels to me like one of those movies where you can tell that it was made by somebody going like, "What do you think people want? Let's give people everything they want all yeah, at once." And it turns out to be fun. a big pile of garbage. They'll have Johnny Manziel. They'll get. Ocho Cinco, there'll be some fun storylines oh, that other leagues bad. wouldn't touch. It's going to be terrible. Ah. People, already have, people already have professional wrestling for that, and we have football, and it's neither fish nor fowl. It's right in between the two. And also, I hope Vince McMahon dies of a heart attack today. <laughs> so, you know, the sooner Vince McMahon and all of his family get in some sort of private plane crash. You're also the only one who could talk about the XFL and then say it's neither fish nor fowl. <laughs> <laughs> That's drunk opera talk right there. Yeah, is that the name of a, an opera? <laughs> but it sounds better in Italian. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> Fruity mare. <laughs> That's the sea. That's the fruit of the sea. <laughs> So, you oh, would definitely good. win if there if there was any nerd contest left. Yeah, I fold. <laughs> I absolutely fold. Oh, uh, so you mentioned Game of Thrones. You're yeah. a fan. Oh, I'm yeah. a fan. Yeah. Nope. I'm back to yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't do traditional nerd stuff. I tried. I I we tried because all of our friends like the show, mm-hmm. and we tried. But we've tried several shows that all of our friends like. We just can't get into, and that's one of them. Third week in a row. I need to say on the podcast. Third week in a row, a guest does not watch Game of Thrones. Wow. Adam Ray last week, mm. Josh Weinstein the week before. Right. I thought, is this a Jewish thing after two weeks in a row? I could pass for Jewish. <laughs> so uh, that according to Siri, you can the way she pronounces your name. <laughs> That's right. We, my wife and I, watched the pilot a few months ago of the first season and tried again because we. Tr- oh, that's had, always a good we example. We tried of the years ago. Well, we tried the pilot and then the next one. Okay, and then we're like, nah. And then we watched the first uh, episode of this season just to feel like we're oh, that would part be so of, boring part I think. of the culture the and first episode of this season would have been so boring if you're not super into it well, the yeah. dragons were nice oh yeah I suppose there were some dragons and there was some nudity and yeah well that's true let's bring back some nudity but as a friend of mine said he goes you just there's these whole stories people haven't seen each other in decades and they're hugging and you're there's this emotional component that you don't get yeah. you're just watching people hug and I'm like yeah that's kind of the feeling yeah. we got from it. yeah uh-huh. <laughs> fair fair so I I totally get why people love it it's just not my cup of tea so, you know. Fair enough. Carry on. Enjoy your... Yeah. People feel the same way about basketball. I'm like, how, how could you watch basketball? It's unwatchable. I agree. I think it's super boring. <laughs> yeah, you're not... I don't think you're going to get an argument on that here from no. us. Yeah, I don't... I was thinking... Aaron Hodges loves basketball. Yeah, yeah, he does. It's crazy. Yeah, because I, I, I always think it's kind of weird when... I think it's dumb when either nerds get to like... When, you know, during the Super Bowl, oh, sports ball's on. You're like, right. oh, I'm sorry, you don't like everything. <laughs> I'm sorry, everything is not made to your personal taste. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then the flip side is when the 
jocks are like, hey, stupid dragon show. And it's like, right. and I think, you know, that delineation has left where, like, it's it's not like jocks and nerds, but people still do the thing where they go like, oh, I can't believe people are excited about the Avengers. It's right. like, well, are you excited about something? Well, imagine the thing you're excited yes. about. Imagine if that was that. Yes, yes. Like, things are happening well every day that you don't give a shit about. You right. know, there's a rodeo in town that you didn't go to. And a yeah, right. <laughs> classical music concert you didn't listen to. Yeah, right. That's right. There's thousands of things. It's neither fish nor fowl. Yes. <laughs> I think that's the best way to sum it up, really. It's surf and turf. I don't think I used it right <laughs> at all. <laughs> Uh, Kasaki, you don't live in New York anymore. No, we moved to LA. We went to we went we're we are we are California people now. We are you it was, digging it? It was I loved missing a New York winter. New York winters are brutal. I mean, I can't bitch to you guys about yeah. it, but keep it to yourself. But you guys have to walk everywhere. It's a little different. <clears throat> it is it is a little bit different because you wind up waiting for the subway in wet boots, and you're like, what yeah. am I doing? Chicago but, winter in a lot of ways I think is worse than Minneapolis winter because I drive so. Yeah. Waiting for the L. When you're on the elevated platform and that Michigan Avenue wind, oh, that yeah. Michigan wind right. is blowing through. and right. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, right. Yeah, when you're in a concrete jungle and it's mm. like slushy and wet for the seventh month in a row, you're like, what the fuck? Why do we Why do we live here? <laughs> so I, I'm glad we missed that part of New York, but all did, of the other parts of New York are great. When? We, we moved in September. Okay. Yeah, so... Do you think it's better for the kids, though? Like, being California and sun and outdoors and more space and... Yeah, maybe, yes. Mm. But it's also L.A., so it's not just California. Like, California's great, and L.A. sucks, so yeah. I try to embrace the California part of our new life, not the L.A. part. L.A. is traffic and stepping on each other's heads to get ahead in show business, and it's weird and competitive. And California is laid back and progressive and outdoorsy and, you know, thoughtful about the environment and the the world and politics and you know their environment you know i don't know i like california it's just la i don't love so but it's nice to be able to walk a kid in a stroller in february that would yeah. that wouldn't be an option in our sure. prior life right and there's several of those kind of things like sometimes they have these electric scooters everywhere that you can just jump on and go and we have this kind of uh, walkable. we have those here too <laughs> yeah all right we but have... it was just too cold until yesterday yes yeah, right, right. <laughs> they'll be back they're yeah frozen yeah. in a block of ice right. we'll get them we'll get them <laughs> we're chipping them out yeah, right now, now they're s- snowmobiles but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we have a walkable street that has cafes and so it's that side of life has been really nice and we have twice as much space for the same rent okay well that's gotta be great the space thing is huge for me we live in a little townhouse now so we have two floors so if the kid's crying up there i could be on the radio down there and vice versa and so all that stuff has been an improvement we also have a fire pit and a hammock and a little area for the dog we have a little bit of a regular life that we didn't have in new york but i miss new york new york walking to everything in new york is so handy how about career-wise Career-wise, it's hard for me because of two things. The hours, like when I call Indianapolis at 8.20, it's 5.20. You're talking three-hour difference, right? I literally finish my quick snaps calls and then take the child to school. I do like two and a half hours of radio calls, and school hasn't started yet. Brutal. It's weird. Um, and you, you got to stay up and watch a Sunday night game. Yeah, you know, so it's you know, you, you, it's but, like but that five in, hours later in a weird way is because it ends so much earlier. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. Okay. So there's more time to write on the Sunday night. Oh yeah, and that parts that parts weird for me. Just emotionally, like as early as like. 8.15, football's over. 
Like that doesn't that doesn't feel right. As an East Coaster, you're like the game's over. Then I go to bed. Yeah, it's like really late. Like football happens at night, and there, like even a Monday night game, you're like, well, it's Monday night. I'm not even drunk yet, and football's over. What the fuck? Yeah, it feels weird. I bet it would be because I mean the way I even in Central Time in my mind on Sundays, it's like yeah, I watch usually uh, my wife and I do a little something, you know, watch a movie or TV show. I watch the last half of the Sunday night game while she's she goes to bed. Then I uh, crap open a beer, a bottle of wine, I go upstairs. I write jokes for a little while. And right. I go to bed. I'm done. You know, it's like, oh, shit, 11.15, right. 11.30, time to go. Yeah, right. So that part's That would weird. be strange if I got done with all that and it was, yeah. And also physically getting back to the Midwest where most of my gigs are is much harder from L.A. Because you're losing hours with the flight mm-hmm. and there are you have to sometimes take red eyes because you can't get there the same day. It's yeah. like, blech. But, you know, these are all the trade-offs, you know. The climate is so great out there. Yeah. And you had to move? Yeah. The 10-year-old's mom got a job, and we debated all the possibilities, but, you know, it, there wasn't really a good answer. That can wasn't. I ask, what would have been the next best not moving? How would you have done this? <laughs> you can ask. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, there are- He's actually looking for ideas. Do you, you have any suggestions? You could. I mean, yeah. We. I'm we, seven minutes away from, uh, you know, my ex-wife and okay. children's mother. So. Yeah, that's good. That's a better construct than a lot of the other setups. I mean- you could theoretically, mom and kid moved to L.A. and we stayed in New York. That was theoretically a possibility. Or we could have fought to keep the kid there and mom goes to L.A. by herself. Uh, but both of those were messy to yeah. get, get your head around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we kind of just went, all right, let's just go. And it's it's a good answer for the kid for sure. Yeah. And, you know, we'll see what happens from here. <laughs> and then your careers can move. I mean, that does not. That's lucky because. A lot of people could do that. Right. right. My wife and I both could move. She's most of her money comes from uh, teaching online. She does a high ticket class for, you know, photographers, how to build their businesses. And she can do that from anywhere. Yeah. And she actually started her photography business in L.A. She used to have a studio in Malibu. So she even has some clients. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. When she's not getting flown all over Europe. To talk about pictures. Yeah, yeah. She hasn't done that lately, but she did take me to some cool gigs. Yeah. 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 She's very good. I've seen her. I've I've, I've seen the pictures. Yeah. You got pictures. (laughs) I got some pictures. Right. Because you guys always have the best baby pictures because she's like, oh, yeah, you got a cute baby plus professional photographer. Yeah, that's a good combo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're going to get some good Facebook uh, parental content there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Let's talk about that for a minute. How? So your youngest is nine months? Yeah. How's it going? It's great now. Now it's great because the move was brutal and the sleep deprivation is brutal. Uh-huh. And How he, old was she when you moved? A month? Two yeah, months? Yeah, she was like we. She crazy. yeah, she was born mid July. We moved mid September, so wow. she was two months old. Yeah, that time that was insane across well. the country. I mean, all the whole and thing. and you remember this? We mo- we packed our shit. It was picked up. And then we flew to L.A. and raced the arrival of our stuff, having not had a place yet. Right. So you had to get the place. So we got a stuff. baby and a dog and half a nine-year-old. And we're <laughs> and we're like, we're going to L.A. I hope we find a place before our shit gets here. I was a little distressed for you. <laughs> I was just like feeling stressed here yeah. for no reason. Like, oh, I think I'm feeling sick. And then we <laughs> found so many places that we kind of pushed our luck and like kept looking kept looking because then we got picky mm. and then we literally signed a lease at noon on a thursday and friday morning at seven thirty, our shit arrived wow. wow that was crazy that's tight <laughs> that was crazy tom griswold was like panicked for me <laughs> yeah. he hated this whole story so much <laughs> it was it was it was giving me the fan tots from far away 
Did the you band. ditch any possessions because of the long move? Yeah, we winnowed down some things. Yeah, yeah, we gave a lot of furniture and stuff away to the people in our building. Oh, sure. They used to have a second yeah. dog and a third kid. <laughs> 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 Got to streamline. <laughs> Yeah, uh, sorry, Ava. We voted, and uh... <laughs> yeah. we had a, a draft. Yeah, we got a, we got a new kid now. So uh... <laughs> sadly, Larry Economopoulos did not make the trip. <laughs> Poor Larry's still in New York. Larry <laughs> Lawrence. Our dog's named Larry in your in your mind. Your kid's named. Larry. Oh, my kid. Oh, the other the, kid. Your lost son, Larry. Well, oh yeah, I never mentioned Larry because yeah. we traded. Away. I figured in the hypothetical scenario, I would go ahead and have Ava win since she's a real person and have the fake kid lose. Yeah, team... that's better. Construct. I figured if I you threw Ava under the bus in this yeah, scenario. Yeah, I called her a hoe earlier. So. <laughs> Be consistent. I was trying to raise myself in her esteem a little bit if she <laughs> listens to this when she gets older. Uh, Daddy's friend's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Brian. Yeah. I have uh, five uh, nieces or four nieces and a nephew, so yeah, my nieces and nephew know that I'm an asshole. I'm a good uncle. I think though, you know, you, I'm the, I'm the, I, you know, there's like the spot open for like the the kind of rowdy uncle who buys good presents mm-hmm. and tells jokes you're not supposed to hear. Oh yeah, and kind of upsets everybody. That's kind of my, that's my. Uh, thing. That's nice. Yeah, it's good. That's a good role. I yeah. had a thing. Yes, uh, my daughter's doing a famous person. She's in fifth grade doing a famous person report. She's going to do hers on Anne Frank. She was talking about the other kids, some other kids in class doing other ones on other people. One of her friends is doing one on Helen Keller. I always mix them up. <laughs> I, really I think my yeah. kids do too. I mix them up and like because I'll, I'll meet one and I'll say the other, and it's a really strange thing where you're what? like, uh, yeah. Those are not the same. No, thing. they're not. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Very no. different challenges. No. If you're not sure, I invite you to come to the no, presentation. I I my daughter will. Uh... You, you can't do Beyonce. She picks Anne Frank. <laughs> Queen Bee. Is that the most fun one she could think of? <laughs> That's true. That yeah. story is hard on my heart, man. Yeah, Goodness I know. Gracious. Plus, I had I looked at the things that she's got to you know uh, present, and it's like like lifelong accomplishments. It's like Anne. Oh, Frank she just went with a short one. Ended. You know, <laughs> she picked the shortest book. Oh, wow. Yeah. Here's a, go ahead, child. Study up on the worst that humanity has to yeah. offer. Well, that's not a necessarily a bad lesson for kids. <laughs> no, I know? agree. But it not is not being sheltered. It is a heavy one in yeah. my head. Oh, like no doubt, whoa. no doubt. I mean, she I, couldn't even talk. <laughs> <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> 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 you mean because of the Nazis? Because they could hear her? Is that yeah, what no, you mean? No, she couldn't hear the Nazis coming. Oh, I uh, always mix this part uh, up. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. You had to be quiet because of the Nazis. She wore striped pajamas, I think. I don't... <laughs> oh. <laughs> Not good with history. <laughs> There's no opera about this? Yes. It's a shame. <laughs> it's not... Why would you make an opera about Helen Keller? <laughs> <laughs> well, seems, okay. That just seems like rubbing it in. Now, here's what I was It's getting. a visual an oral feast. No, oh, actually, sorry. Here's, here's what I was getting to is yesterday when we were talking about <laughs> you should this. make a sculpture for Helen Keller, something she can appreciate. <laughs> I said to my children, I said, you know, I go, uh, you bring up Helen Keller, it reminds me of a joke that went around when I was about your age. Oh. Answer the Iron? No. Well, oh. oh, that one. <laughs> That's not, I forgot about that one, oh. but the, uh, what was, uh, what did Helen Keller name her dog? Uh, it's like, Aah! yes. Yeah. <laughs> As I, pa- I paused and I was like, I'm not even going to tell you guys. Oh, sad that I know the answer <laughs> to that one. I don't even think I don't even think I've ever heard it before. I think I'm just a bad person. I think I just knew the answer. I did the setup for my children yesterday. And I was like, I shouldn't follow through on this. And my daughter's like, you have to. Uh, oh, and I went, don't repeat that to your mother or anyone in school. What if your whole report on Helen Keller is you just went up on the thing and you're like, I and you're like, well, shit. I mean, 
profiles. She's in character. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one, the full report, just be like very around. quiet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just writing in your diary yeah, quietly. Come, everyone, come to the supply closet. I'm going to give a presentation. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't. I don't think we should go on after that. I don't yeah, know. that's the closer. I don't know. I think that is the closer. I think that's it. Where uh, there's more shows this week, people ought to come see you guys here at Acme. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm headlining May 14th and 15th. Okay, so Tuesday, Wednesday, May 14th, 15th. I'm glad you got that info in. Yeah. Okay. What's the weekend of the? What's happening that weekend? Someone more important than me, Jimmy Pardo or something. Oh no, I almost got to open for Pardo, but I'm booked that weekend. Oh, okay. I was bummed about that. I love Pardo. But are you doing a split week? Or are you middle? No, no, no. The... I'm just doing Tuesday, Wednesday. Okay. All right. Nice. Yeah. We like when you headline. Yeah. I think I do. Mike's I seeing that full set. I like doing two Tuesday, Wednesday. It's a good time to work on stuff. You know, like familiar crowd. Yeah, that's the nice. The regulars are out. Kind of forces you to do new stuff because you're like pretty sure they've heard some of the stuff before. Right. Yeah, that's good for you. Good. My wife and I almost came last night, and she's like, you know, let's not be hurried and get out of here. Let's go on the weekend. And when I really, uh, she got really excited when I mentioned you, Brian. I was oh, like, very nice. Brian's working with Kostaki. She's like, oh, well, I, oh, let's go this weekend. You should bring her out. <laughs> so we, we might be coming this weekend. Good. That's nice. I got some new stuff. Yeah, good. Yeah. Saturday's sold out. It uh, is? It is. Nice. The first show. Well, that's all that we need, really. So, so well, come, I guess we would like to have the Come to show. any of the other shows. But, yeah, Saturday early sold out. It's good for the uh, recording purposes. That's right. Yeah. We're recording some stuff for Sirius yeah. this weekend. Mm-hmm. We're going to get some stuff recorded and get it played on the radio. The radio. Oh, this is like what you've done in the past? Uh-huh. You just kind of send yep. them clips? Same guy. Oh, right on. Right. Oh, wait, is it your Aaron guy? Yeah, it's the same recording guy mm-hmm. that he used and recommended to me that I used for my last he did album. Acme, right? Yep. Yeah. And then we're going to use Aaron as the producer. And uh, he's great at editing yeah. and all the details. And Look at that. Well, Aaron knows comedy. He knows he knows like the, the audio stuff, and he knows comedy. So you know you, he's yeah. not going to make some weird. Yeah, he's the it. perfect storm, and he gives yeah. us a good deal. And he's uh, he's connected to Sirius, and yeah. he's all the things. And perfect. We kind of like him. Yeah, I like, I like him. <laughs> he's a good dude. His football team sucks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he takes it well. <laughs> Ish, fellas, I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, come see the shows. Follow you guys on social media. Yep. Go to Brian's open mic on Tuesdays in yep. Minneapolis. Eric the Red, Red Menace uh, Comedy, voted City Pages best open mic. If so you what, didn't already know. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Thank you.